What is going on, everybody? Oh, you sound great, Eric. Wow. Did your balls finally drop? How is your voice so <laughs> it's so deep and clear? Dude, my balls did not drop like recently, <laughs> but my my dick got super black and hard. <laughs> oh, damn. I'm talking about this fucking huge microphone in front of my face. Damn, yeah. The only thing that dropped was the mics. The mic dropped uh, right into me and Harry's right, laughs. We are both mic'd up now professionally. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you to Zencaster for not supporting us with our <laughs> podcast and endeavor by supplying equipment. That's a, nonetheless, here we are. That's right. This shit is out of pocket in more ways than one, Ty. Um, we pay for this shit ourselves just so we can say our own crazy shit on this pod. And um, that's right. If you're listening to this and it sounds extra crispy, that's because we purchased two new microphones. We're just wow. you know, reinvesting back into our business. That's all. Dude, it feels so weird to talk into this phallic looking object. I'm putting my lips so close to it right now. There's like a, isn't there a family guy clip where he's like, he's like, why am I talking into a bunch of robot penises? <laughs> That's literally how, That's I, how feel. I feel. That's how you look right now. <laughs> Damn. Dude, it's crazy. I need to take a screenshot of this. Like we're both just talking into the same microphone, perfectly centered in, in our zoom background. It's so funny. Dude, this imagery is incredible <laughs> to visualize this for the breadheads. It's pitch black. It's like, uh, like titanium black and it's quite <laughs> large. Like this microphone is like at least a six inch sub in Z, X, and Y in indexes. Like, from all dude. sides. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> this is it's weirdly similar to a six inch foot long or six inch sub. It, it's bigger than the Peroni bottle that you're holding. Like it's sizably bigger. That's <laughs> actually yeah, insane. It, it makes it look like a little tiny Peroni bottle. Roni dude. gang, Roni gang, Roni gang. Roni gang. Uh, Ty, I was in. I was at John and Vinny's last week in Los Angeles and I ordered a Peroni. And then when I finished it, the guy came by and said, another Roni. <laughs> and just because of how he asked me, I said, yes, I wasn't planning on getting another one, but I had to. Dude, another Roni is like, that's my mantra on a weeknight. <laughs> I ask yeah, myself that all the time. Yeah, dude. Rigatoni, a Roni. What else could I possibly ask for? I'm happy. Wow. Dude, you sound like con- a contemporary Drake verse when you when you rhyme pasta. <laughs> when you rhyme pasta and then you like um, make fun of like a fast casual place, that's the most mm-hmm. Drake you can get. I actually decided where I was going to eat based on some Drake lyrics this past week. Oh, really? You found yourself mm-hmm. at Carbone? Where were you? Where did you go? Well, Ty, as the breadheads know, I was in Los Angeles this last week and um, I had. If you listen to the last couple episodes, you know that I had a hard time trying to find a place to eat Thanksgiving dinner at as a lonely traveler mm-hmm, <laughs> with mm-hmm. no family. <laughs> um, and I was taking a look at Open Table, and it turns out that Benihana was available for reservation on Thanksgiving. But then I remember the Drake lyrics where he said, "To me, Benihana is pigeon food," so I just I couldn't do it. <laughs> Dude, I totally get that. You got to make sure that you uh, are aligned with his taste. Mm-hmm. Totally, dude. Um, but yeah, we can we can get straight into it, man. I had a lot of good ass food 
over in the city of angels. And, um, I gotta say, man, the weather was absolutely brilliant. Um, Mm. I, I heard someone say, this is overheard in LA. I heard someone say that we were having Joe Biden weather. Do you know what that is? Uh, does that just mean, uh, no, I actually, I can't, I, I know it's going to be whatever you're going to say. It's funnier than whatever I come up with. Just tell me. <laughs> Joe Biden weather is 80 and hazy. <sighs> that's perfect. Perfect weather. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the new 72 and sunny, baby. <laughs> yeah, buddy. 80 and hazy. Um, but yeah, dude, amazing trip. Actually, before we talk about the food, I want to tell you about this crazy bitch I had on my flight who sat next to me in Bay. She was third wheeling me in Bay. Oh no. Okay. Before we get into this, I just want I just want to know, are is anybody in this story on a no fly list now? <laughs> um she's on the priority boarding list because of handicap. <laughs> ah. <laughs> and you and you my friend are on the terrorist watch list, so That's right. That's right. You got to make the guest had, list somehow. Yeah, I had Oh fuck, what was I watching? Oh, the podcast I was watching on my phone. I had like a 9-11 segment on it, which I had no idea <laughs> I was about to like listen to until I was like in the air and I was like listening to this like fucking 9-11 bit. <laughs> I was like, why? And, like, thank God no one can hear this right now. <laughs> oh, dude, the amount of weird ass shit people are watching on airplanes nowadays. Like I'll like look around the cabin and there's just like the most racy looking television <laughs> that HBO's ever made will be playing on, on my flight to Spain last month. The woman next to me, as we were taking off, was watching a TV show of a woman piloting a plane. And like, we were literally leaving the runway as the plane in her TV show was taking off, too. It was so (laughs) confusing to me. Just look out the window, my my guy. Yeah. How is that more entertaining than, well, I (laughs) I guess like, I guess seeing like, you know, Brad Pitt land the plane is more interesting than whatever, some anonymous captain who's only uh you're only interfacing with him when he's like telling you to put your seatbelt on yeah but it was so drab looking this like particular segment um it was almost lifelike so at that point (laughs) you're just playing the sims really you you're watching some you're watching live Mm -hmm. sims gameplay you know what you should have done you should have put the like onboard camera on your screen where it's like like a live feed of the of the landing gear, and then just be like, which one? Hey, I actually like the show better. Have you heard? Have you seen this get, one? How do I switch to that angle? Yeah. <laughs> what channel are you on? <laughs> okay, but oh, what, what happened to you with you and this um uh, presumable terrorist on on your United <laughs> flight? Um. Well, she was a social terrorist. I can I can tell you that much. So as soon as we get on the plane. She was sitting there for like half an hour already because she probably sat down first, um, even though it was at the back of the plane. <laughs> didn't didn't save up save up enough points for this time. But um, when we got on, this person immediately starts so starts talking to Bay, right? Immediately starts talking to my girlfriend and is like showing her like things on her phone, like random creepy photos, like of like mannequins and stuff like that, like some like weird like makeup or like hairdresser type of like i don't know convention some weird shit i Uh immediately tuned it out i put on my airpod maxes 
And I said, sorry, Bay, like you're dealing with that yourself. I'm going to go noise cancel mode and just like get into my podcast. <laughs> Dude, that sucks. I hate having to entertain the old white woman on the plane. Like last time I had a, a, a like a neighbor like that, I had to help her solve the word all over the day. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, well, the things people use the in-flight Wi-Fi for, you know, just, mm-hmm. just log out for a while. <laughs> Um, just take some time for yourself work on yourself (laughs) yeah disconnect will you um but i ignore this bitch for probably the entire like 98 percent of the flight completely ignore her she's not really causing a problem she's kind of she's talking to bay but bay is able to shush her up a little bit um and then as soon as we start approaching the beautiful city of la ty um as we're like kind of like the landing gears down we're like doing a low approach (laughs) You know what I mean? We're we're flying over the hood. Yeah, dude, it's it's eighty and hazy out, right? So you got eighty and hazy. We got... <laughs> and um, and then I take a nice little flick from outside the window, as you do, and mm-hmm. then she starts like flicking from the aisle seat. She's like trying to like get in there, taking a photo through the window, mm, which I have no problem with. Style. I actually, I actually kind of like. Bay actually tapped me on my shoulder and said, can you, because I was, had my face like up against the glass, <laughs> like mm. taking in the views, right? I paid for this window seat. I'll, I'll take in the views as much as I want. And mm-hmm. uh, Bay taps me on the shoulder and says, oh, can you like move out of the way? She wants to take a photo. I said, okay. I, I, I back up mm-hmm. and she's like taking flicks for like a good 30 seconds, just like mm-hmm. way too long. Like you don't need long like shot. 800 photos of like... I don't know. What do you fly over? What's ne- next to LAX? Skid Row? I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't know. So, Venice? I don't know. So she's like, well, we're coming from the city side. But regardless, she's like taking way too much time. So then I like start to, you know, lean back forward. And then she like taps me again and is like handing me her phone to be like, hey, can you take the photo for me? And Keep in mind, actually, she was like coughing into a mask the entire flight. <laughs> mm. And I was like, no way. <laughs> I just straight up said, I'm good. Thanks. Like, I do not <laughs> want to touch your phone. It had like it, it was like a purple phone case, like an iPhone, like 11 or something. Purple phone case with like a gold trim. And then one of those like weird like nipple rings on the back. You ever see those things? Oh, yeah. dude, The little <laughs> little f- finger holders. The finger holder or like the, the septum piercing. Like if your iPhone has mm-hmm. a septum piercing, like I don't want it near me. <laughs> Say yeah, dude, what are you trying to do? Like fold a napkin neatly and tuck it in there? <laughs> What's that thing for? Exactly. I have no clue. So um maybe it's like a kink thing. Like maybe she likes if someone yanks her phone away from her like that. Anyways. Mm, be yanking. I, I hit her with the Jerry Seinfeld, I'm good, no thank you. I don't need your hug type vibe. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and then she's like looks at me he's like really and i was like yeah i'm not touching your phone and then she's like you are such an ass <laughs> wow <laughs> what were you expecting the response to be oh i'm sorry for bothering you go back yes. to mouth breathing all over the window like you're doing this microphone <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly just be like okay fair enough i'm the weirdo i should have bought the fucking window seat um and then she proceeds to reach across bay who's in the middle seat and is like shoving her phone in my face while taking photos of the outside. And I, I let that go on for like five seconds. And I'm like, okay, that's enough. And I like move her arm out of the way. 
I was like, get to your side. You know what I mean? Like you're starting to piss me off. Yeah. Yeah. Like get the fuck out out of here, bro. Like, and I just closed the window shade. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm exacting my um, window seat privileges in this case. Yeah, dude, that was a real like dad move to shut her down like that and close the window. And you're like, you're not allowed to have fun anymore. (laughs) I I hit the child lock button. Yeah. Damn. So I'm surely sure she didn't react very, very positively to that. Definitely not, Ty. She then said something along the lines of, um, you're going to have to wait for me to get up now to leave the plane. <laughs> Damn. Oh, so no, we, we got a we got a hostage situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, this is like way too much aggression. Like T minus like plus T plus three hours into my trip. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm like already like at wit's end about to like like punch this woman you know what i mean mm-hmm. and in my head i'm like pretending not to hear her I, I have my headphones on still um little does she know they are in transparency mode mm-hmm. i'm going to jump over this bitch when the plane lands i do not care like whatever she says to me it's completely irrelevant i'm getting off this plane <laughs> you know what i mean one way or another in handcuffs or not it <laughs> doesn't matter to me <laughs> Damn. yeah you're going to the penitentiary yeah. so yeah she- she doesn't know that she's messing with a crazy person as well. <laughs> You're just more stoic. You're more of a uh, master manipulator slash murderer, where she's more of a exactly. like, like a chaotic, chaotic neutral, really. Exactly. Exactly. L- lawful evil versus chaotic neutral. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, bro. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that's the story, Ty. When we landed. Um, Almost immediately, as if the flight attendants knew the entire situation, um, mm. they came over and said, why don't you move over so these two people can get out? <laughs> and then just immediately, like, shoes her to the side. And then, um, yeah, I just get up. And then she says some bullshit to me, like, kindness is contagious. And then my whole time, the whole time in my in my head, I'm like, you look contagious. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> that that like uh nuclear iphone 11 in the purple case is contagious stay away from that thing yeah dude how did did the tsa pass that i don't know how come you're not allowed to bring like organic like eggs across the border but you can bring that thing that thing's a petri dish of all kinds of who knows what you know Mm -hmm. with the coat hook on the back some medical grade weapon so anyways, that's my story, Ty. I got off the flight, got into my Uber Black, and off we go. I feel really bad for you that you had to <laughs> get through that, Eric, because if I was like zooted off five draft beers at the airport bar, and then I had to deal with that, I I would have no patience for it. And you actually did surprisingly well for what I understand your personality to be. <laughs> that's a huge asterisk at the end. Like what you understand my personality because like, I could have taken it to a hundred and mm-hmm. I only took it to five, you know, like you only took it to five. I'm capable of way more. <laughs> but honestly, like, I feel like you, you are in the right here. You paid for the window seat. She paid for the aisle seat. Like mm-hmm. you, she gets a few picks out the window. You get to go to the bathroom one time during the flight. That's the arrangement. Yeah. There, you know what? Other I, than I that, the- everyone is, you didn't even use your privilege. Did you? No, I didn't go to the bathroom one time because I know my place as a window seat holder. That's the mm-hmm. trade-off you make, right? Dude. I chose the window seat in the Air Canada app, and mm-hmm. she clearly did not. <laughs> yeah, and if you're a window seat holder, you better believe you're holding it down. 
and you're holding <laughs> it <right>. in. <laughs> That's right. I'm the window captain today, so anything mm-hmm. has to go through me. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Eric's flight. The That's uh, right. time will be eight. We'll be, <laughs> we'll be landing at twelve o'clock, and the weather is eighty and hazy. <laughs> That's right. Six six past twelve inch. Hmm. Wow, crazy. So flight flight and trip is off to a bit of a rocky start, but I'm sure you salvaged it through uh, many dining activations. Oh, absolutely, Ty. Um, but let's see here. Well, the first stop was we went to this burger spot. This was like a tricky like situation, actually, because we had a early, early dinner rezzo at Horses at 530. The coveted... Yeah. Op- Opening dinner rezzo. <laughs> mm. The dinner rezzo at time of open is underrated because you get to choose where to sit. You, you get to just mm-hmm. like say exactly where you want to sit. And so we chose the spot immediately next to the kitchen, which had the most action out of any table. It was awesome. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's always um, uh, overwhelming though on the reservation site when they ask you, do you want the, the bar, the atrium, the lounge, the dining room? <laughs> so many mm-hmm. options. Totally. But the best way to do it is like do it exactly when the restaurant opens. That way you can just point to where you want to sit instead of like choosing from a drop down, you know? Mm-hmm. Every restaurant is first come, first serve if you are the first to come there. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but it was tricky, Ty, because we had an early, early dinner rezzo um, due to the Lakers game that we were going to afterwards. And we had landed kind of around lunchtime. So by the time we got back to the hotel, checked in, put our bags down. We had like maybe a 30 minute window to eat or else it would have been too late and we wouldn't have been hungry for our dinner. So we made the quick game time decision to hop in an Uber, go all the way to um, Fairfax district for a nice little smash burger. Um, Is that this place called Burger She Wrote? Have you heard of this place? Mm, I've heard of this place. I have. I think Think Fresh follows them on Instagram. Oh, yeah. My bad. <laughs> um, we do follow them on Instagram. Yeah, the place rocks, Shout man. to Burger She Wrote. Yeah. Yeah, that place was really, really good. Um, a lot of, like, skater kids came in after mm. us. So I think that's probably a good sign that that place is pretty popping. Dude, it's good to know that the Odd Future, Odd Future crew still has a chokehold on Fairfax District in 2023. 100%. 100%. Um, so yeah, that was really good. After that, I got to check out Erewhon. You know what I mean? It was just mm-hmm. down the street. So we walked over to that. And um I think the most impressive thing about Erewhon time, outside of the smoothie and juice program, is the bottled water program. Dude, I was Here. just gonna say the bottled water, <laughs> dude. The fact that they can sell like probiotic water for alkaline <laughs> water for 60 bucks a liter is mm-hmm. like genius. Like we're in the wrong industry. I know. What are we doing talking into a microphone? We should be peddling water. Um, But this place has like 800 varieties of water. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you noticed when you went, but it's just like a full shelf of like, I don't know, two of like each thing. It's just like an endless variety of water with like probiotics, some with alkaline water, some with, I don't know, infused with like... Mm-hmm. adaptogens know, and <laughs> raspberry syrup and random shit yeah exactly so that was most impressive I, I i went for the straight um 
you know, middle of the road, mountain valley sparkling in a nice little mm. glass bottle. The classic um, move. And that, and that kept me hydrated, you know, post-flight. Dude. After that it flight, I was dehydrated as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I would be too. Um, it makes sense that they offer such uh, extensive water varietals because everyone has got to drink it. So there's such a huge opportunity to connect a particular strain of the fluid to your personal identity. You just got to find like what mm-hmm. water represents you best. Mm-hmm, totally. And this decision weighed heavily on me because I knew I had to bring it to the Sunset Tower pool after. And I have to I had to like sit it down next to my my beach towels, you know, had to look good in front of the um, the usual crowd over there. Right, right. It's got a it's a high stakes game you're playing here. So choose carefully from the 800 options, which water <laughs> will tell people about my like 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 trend trendy boomer vibe (laughs) (laughs) exactly like i'm like a cool boomer like like a 50 year old that wears like yeezys you know Mm -hmm. that's kind of a grandparent (laughs) exactly gram with a with an m Mm -hmm. um cool so that was really fun trip that was my first time at at the store i'm really glad that you got to peruse this selection and especially the water aisle i think it's hilarious that subway Subway's value proposition is to give you unlimited free, like real food. And then Erwan is on the other end of the spectrum, charging you the most amount of money possible for the only thing that's free everywhere else. <laughs> Isn't there kind of an irony to that? Like you go to Subway to get the free lettuce and mm-hmm. and fr- free water and Erwan, you're paying for the water too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Like at Subway, you know, you can ask for a paper cup for water. And then just like fill it up with Sprite mm-hmm. when no one's looking. But at Air One, you have to get the juice sample. You know, <laughs> you, Dude. you well, the only thing free is the free like probiotic juice. Dude, if you yeah, if you really want to scam Air One, you can buy the like New Age craft soda, pour it out, and then fill that up with water. Now you're really scamming <laughs> them. Yeah, exactly. Just do a few laps of the samples, fill up like a you know clear Nalgene, and you're good to go. Hmm. Wow. So exciting. Hmm. Yeah. So the other thing I did at Erewhontai was I had the Haley Bieber smoothie, and I was actually shocked to find out that the smoothie was the same price as all the other smoothies. Like over here in Canada, we don't have like a perfect pulse on like the smoothie prices down in the in LA. <laughs> but mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. whenever we hear about like an eighteen USD smoothie. We like are all up in arms about like what kind of like f- hoo ha funny shit is this? Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. all of them the are, social, are the social price. justice warriors. The social justice warriors are rioting about smoothie prices in other countries. It's gone too far. <laughs> Absolutely, but they're all eighteen dollars. So like when I when I stepped up to the plate and I was like, okay, maybe I won't blow the bank on the smoothie because. We have dinner in like an hour. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'll just get like whatever, a cheap one, just like a basic one that we can like share it or whatever. But then I was like, oh, fuck. I'll just get the the one that everyone's talking about because it costs the same. And then I can talk about it on this show. <laughs> I'm surprised that there's no Bieber family tax for any of their ventures. Like <laughs> what? Uh, Dr- Drew is a fairly, uh, from an entirely financial perspective, kind of a 
attainable. Yeah. Where's the Bieber well, who, family tax? The 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 Tim Biebs that we copped last year. They were the same <laughs> price as normal Tim bids. I know. It's idiotic, Ty, to get anything other than the special Bieber <laughs> varietal, you know? But also, when you said Drew, it took me a minute because I forgot about that failing clothing line. <laughs> is that what that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why it's so attainable in prices because no one's buying it and they're marking it down. <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah black friday did a number on them mm-hmm. um but yeah ty wow so wait what well, we can you talk about the tasting notes of the Haley bieber special yeah, are I you can... a believer in it yes i'm a strawberry sympathizer <laughs> mm-hmm. i love strawberry flavored things ice cream gelato smoothie juice all strawberry things ty the color is beautiful the taste is Sweet, but not too sweet. Um, I love it. So naturally, the smoothie was perfect for me. And it even had some nice, pretty little white swirls in it. Mm. Um, I think I gave it literally a 10 out of 10 when I was rating it in the ride home because that's the exact kind of smoothie that I would order. And the fact that there is a beautiful young woman at the creative director role behind it Mm -hmm. (laughs) makes it all the better. (laughs) You got to love the lore. I know, dude. What are we without our history? Dude, I like I like to imagine you're in the back of your Uber Black with Bay. You got your arm around her and you're like talking in your ear about how you gave the smoothie a 10 out of 10. She's like, I wish I never came on this trip. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I had to give the Uber driver a sip, though. I was like, you want to try this shit? This shit cracking off right now. You did not. You did not give the Uber driver a sip. No, no, I didn't. No, nah, you ain't sharing. You won't even take a pick for a, a stranger on an airplane. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nice try. Um, so I might have given it a 10, but Bay gave it a 7 out of 10. She's not really a strawberry lover like I am. I'm also a bit of an extremist, as you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I a, radical, a strawberry radicalist <laughs> for sure. Um, but I understand your appreciation. Like it, A strawberry rhubarbist. It's dude, it's such a like hearty, meaty fruit for having no stone in the center. Like that shit is like kind of reminiscent of like a steak when you bite into it, you know, that that crispy, <laughs> that, that like kind of juicy, juicy chew, you know? Mm-hmm. Damn, you're starting to brainstorm some vegetarian shit right now. I can tell you're going to turn it into like like a strawberry bolognese. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was just thinking about that. People, people could take strawberries further. It's yeah. I'll come over on Sunday and we'll have a strawberry sugo. <laughs> yeah, I'll, you can have some of this, my strawberry ahi tuna rolls. Oh, no. <laughs> Sushi night. Yeah, some strawberry yeah. sashimi for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, strawberry's the best, bro. What can I say? Um, the only other thing that could have made it better was a nice healthy dollop of peanut butter. <laughs> peanut butter is my other smoothie go-to. But usually I'll, I'll hit up a berry, not of the straw kind for that one. I com- I completely feel you, dude. Sometimes side bay isn't even a side bay. Sometimes it's peanut butter, <laughs> you know, and I, yeah. I have a, a untreated addiction to the substance. And if Subway put peanut butter on the menu, <laughs> it would, it would be a, ga- a game changer for me. I don't even know how I would work it in. I think, I think I would probably eat it with the veg veggie patty. I'm not. What would you do with peanut butter? How would you make that? You'd have to apply it at the beginning. 
right? It's not really an end game sauce. It's kind of a, mar- it's like in the same category as marinara. You got to spread it first. <laughs> that is true. The marinara always goes first. But do you remember when Triple O's had that peanut butter and pickle burger? Or it was like peanut butter oh, and jalapeno? Did yeah. you ever try that? Dude, that was fire. And we got <laughs> we got pickle and jalapeno sitting in the roster right now. Exactly waiting to what I'm saying. Team that up. Yeah, dude. So the good folks over at Triple O's already paved the way for a PB add-on at Subway. Mm-hmm. I would totally hit up the pickles, but it's not something I've ever tried, I'll be honest. Well, they walked so Subway could run. If Subway picked it up, this would be mainstream in a moment. And I think you'd have to try it. It would be the new Haley Bieber smoothie. Mm-hmm. The Subway peanut butter sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Ty, I also want to talk about um, my Thanksgiving activation. So mm. just to close the loop on, you know, what we talked about last few episodes about every single restaurant and business being closed on the great day of Thanksgiving in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to navigate that alongside a bunch of, I guess, traveling people or people who either a left their family <laughs> Or people who have been disowned by their family. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm moving to LA. I hate you guys. I, I don't want to live in Calgary anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like those those folk. And then also the people who are like, you're like in and out of rehab. We can't associate with you anymore. We've tried. You're done. You know what I mean? I can't mm-hmm. cook for you anymore. <laughs> Yeah, and, um, and un- unfortunately, kind of, Los Angeles attracts both those personality types in droves. It is Mecca for those types. And you would think that like more things would be open. Um, but I guess like Vegas is the true capital of degenerates. You know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. where I would go first if I had nowhere else to be on Thanksgiving or Christmas or any of these like family days. <laughs> It's just pretty <laughs> funny that it's just like a, an accidental convention of lonely people on ho- public holidays. <laughs> it was such an accident. And I didn't even like know this when I booked my flight, which is so funny. But here we are. And um, it turns out, Ty, that most hotels will do a prefix menu for Thanksgiving. So, for example, um, Sunset Tower had like a Thanksgiving turkey dinner. It was $150. And I was like, ooh. No, thanks. I don't know if I'm good for that. Um, it was all day. So even when I was lounging at the pool, the people behind me were like chowing down on turkey for lunch. And I was like doing cannonballs in the pool, like <laughs> beside them. <laughs> <laughs> I love that dichotomy. Hey, yeah, totally. hey babe, look, watch my cannonball. <laughs> I think there was literally an old lady that looked like pointed at me. And then her friend turned around <laughs> and looked at me as well. And I was like floating in the pool, like shirtless, of course. And they're like eating their men, eating their like prefix menu dinner or lunch. Like this is Damn. such a weird, weird situation, but fuck it. We, we ball, you know, that's what Thanksgiving's all about though, is family <laughs> exactly. that doesn't really jive together, forced to occupy in this case, the same pool deck. That's right. I'm the cousin Greg of this family and I'll do what I want. You know, I'm already Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm already grandfathered into the will and you can't take me off. (laughs) Dude, you are really Gregging it down there. (laughs) Totally. Um, But yeah, that was good. So for Thanksgiving type, I actually learned another thing. 
most Korean restaurants are open on Thanksgiving. I'm not sure what it is. Maybe it's all Asian restaurants, but the ones that really popped up for me were the Korean ones. And I went to a Korean barbecue restaurant in Koreatown on Thanksgiving, which was awesome. And it was packed, filled with families, dude. Everyone's like going crazy, hitting the soju hard. Uh, I finished a whole bottle of soju on my own. And yeah, had a great time. It was it was so much fun, dude. It was it was so lively in there. And is a f- destination like this packed with like, uh, what what type of family is celebrating Thanksgiving at like Benihani? <laughs> I have no clue. That's not where I went because I don't eat pigeon food. But at the Korean barbecue spot, it was all just like normal Korean families. You know what I mean? Kids, mm. parents, aunts and uncles, uh, grandparents. Everyone was there, man. That makes sense because Thanksgiving is when you crave a home-cooked meal. So as a family of Korean descent, you might want to go find the food of your homeland. Exactly. And you get to cook it yourself. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. So it's actually very similar. Yeah. It's being sizzled. It's sizzling right in front of you. It's hard to... It's even better than cooking it at home because the kitchen's not on the table, you know? So following that logic, if you went to a subway on Thanksgiving, would you find a bunch of lonely third generation Italian American <laughs> men? Uh, yeah, probably a bunch of lonely like construction workers, probably. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know I mean, like sandwiches are dinner for them usually because they like, oh, finish their shift at like 1 p.m. Dude, I would love <laughs> to see the uh, late night artwork of a construction worker off shift. He comes home, he crushes seven bud heavies, sits on his lawn chair in his living room and turns mm-hmm. on the TV on the floor. He says mm-hmm. his stomach grumbles, so he climbs out of there and goes into his kitchen with like the the one big cool toned light to make a make a sandwich. But <laughs> dude, I bet that sandwich is crazy. I bet it's set, like maybe four layers of meat, three sauces, no vegetables. You know, he's like going to the bakery section of the grocery store exclusively for hoagie buns. The, the mm-hmm. man knows how to work the kitchen when it comes to the footlongs. <laughs> 100%. He knows exactly how many <laughs> buns to buy and how many grams of salami to buy for, to make the perfect sandwich ratio. Mm-hmm. The dude is so consistent with his sauce spreadage, but then he like only owns paper plates. <laughs> what do you mean plates? He eats it over the sink like a man. Yeah, dude. If it's a meal for one, you are yeah. You got a napkin as your plate. You're like, I'll just wait. Dude, you can just vacuum later. Maybe just let the crumbs (laughs) hit the floor. Ants got to eat too, baby. One hundred percent. There's like a half empty bottle of Jack Daniels sitting next to your sandwich, which is just straight on the counter, not even under like a piece of paper or anything. Mm -hmm. Counter is that's a counter is your plate. Boy, lunch. I've started using my phone as a uh, a. Um, a coaster what is that a coaster thank you (laughs) it's such a weird word because it's used in the roller industry (laughs) to describe the ride (laughs) it it is yeah yeah yeah. and then also in the automobile industry Mm -hmm. exactly so it's really a, a, a fun move to like use your phone as the coaster in a pinch because the glass is like pretty waterproof at this point and it always is uh, generates some reactions from <laughs> the party at the function. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. 
It's even funnier if you have like a really nice phone with no case. And then it's like face down on your desk with a bottle of Peroni on top. <laughs> That's literally what I just did. <laughs> exactly. Um, breadheads. Thank you for listening. It's been an mm-hmm. episode of think fresh podcast. Um, let's continue the story in the next one, Ty. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I hope this episode was a treat for your ears with these new microphones as much. As it was a treat for me to hear about your travels, Eric. Breadheads, we wish you well. Think fresh, everybody. (laughs) Ciao.